Zero Scope said, we love you, base guy. Lee, too. Hey, Jared. Hey, Cody. You ready? Ready for what? So when I'm on stage, I want quiet on the set. I really like that fade in you put in. I think it's a really good touch. It really improves the production value of uh, our podcast. Uh, what production value? I, I send it to Chris. He edits it. And then I put in the voice cl- or sound clips. Um, and that takes a lot of work, huh? Uh, no, it doesn't. It's enough just to, I procrastinate. Yeah, enough to where we can only put out one episode a week. We could literally put out an episode every fucking day if I wanted to, but I'm not at that point. I'm at maybe bi-weekly. Fuck you, I ain't doing it bi-weekly. This is a weekly, because we get in the set. We've been in the set two straight weeks. I know. Impossible. Just, I know, you dragged me out of the fucking gutter to Out of the den, this. out of the bat cave. But no, this isn't just our everyday podcast, Jared. This is a shit cast. What does a shit cast mean, Mr. It's going downhill. Oh, no. Already? (laughs) Second episode of season two? Yes. Oh, no. So instead of being helpful, productive, beneficial members of the podcast community, we're going to just talk about whatever we want. What's up? Take But I think we have to start off with one of my inspirations that is currently getting drugged through the gutter. What is that? Mr. Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Listen, Joe Rogan is my broadcasting dream. Not anymore, but he, he is. Same, yeah, same. Yeah, Joe he Rogan. He commentates UFC. Who the hell doesn't want to do that? You just get to watch people punch each other in the mouth, and you're like, you just scream. I don't know anything about, like, the fighting. Like, obviously, I know jab. Like, the basic shit. But, like, Joe Rogan knows the shit when it comes to UFC. And, and you know... It's not hard, like, it, you know, it's not hard to understand the terminology. I'm sure it's a little bit more difficult when, like, you realize, like, he's sitting at a ringside like that. Looking, trying looking to, up like yeah. a fucking baby. <laughs> oh, my God! He's in a Kimura! Dude, those fucking camera reactions of him. That should when, be me. When people, oh, my God, the funniest shit is when people turn him into, like, gifts and then speed them up. <laughs> it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> but I think it's sad because I want to be a UFC commentator. Like, if I had to do any job, it would be that. Because he makes a bunch of money, and he doesn't have to practice. You just show up and watch him fight. Yeah, but, well, that's every commentator. But you would much rather be a UFC commentator than, like, an NBA. Because when I do basketball and football, especially baseball, there's a lot more downtime, right? So I have to research the players, the teams. You still have to research in UFC. Yeah, but it's like, okay, how many fights did he have? Did he win by knockout? You got to watch the fights, too. Well, yeah, but, like, I get to watch people fight. (laughs) Like, I can sit through a 20-minute fight max versus an hour, hour and a half uh, football game. So, I would prefer that. And then he gets to have this banging podcast where he just talks to whoever he wants. Yeah, okay. You're saying you want to be used to commentary, but you're not going to do what Joe Rogan did. I'm not going to do everything Joe Rogan did. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> Joe Rogan said a, said a bad word you 70 times You said the no-no word about 70 fucking times <laughs> I'm not saying the no-no word And it's just sad, man Because it's like There's no way he's racist Because think yeah. about the people he talks to If he was racist He wouldn't have people like Snoop Dogg on his podcast Yeah But man, how do you say that word 70 times? 
Yeah, I, for a second, I was like, man, I mean, it might be, like, out of context, obviously, but I was thinking, like, I mean, he's talking to all these, like, uh, rappers and, you know, producers. I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, I would think he's, like, quoting some lyric, but, like, but then I watched the video of the compilation. Oh, man, he's not saying a lyric. He is, uh, he's describing people. (laughs) I read, like, I read somewhere that someone said, like, he would say it as quoting someone who said it. But still, like, you couldn't pay me a gazillion dollars to put a microphone near me and quote someone saying a slur. You couldn't give me a gazillion dollars to say a slur, period. So, it's like in class when Meg was like, hey, Cody, uh, did you know Chuck Liddell beat up his wife? You're like... (laughs) But but the Iceman is my favorite Chuck fighter. Chuck Liddell's so cool. He's my favorite fighter. He's my dad's favorite fighter. But when I practice kickboxing, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be just like Chuck Liddell. <laughs> Except now I have to, if I'm going to be like Chuck Liddell, I have to beat up my wife. And watching your heroes die. It's like when Cam Newton gets his shoulder ripped in half by TJ Watt and he can never throw a football right again. Properly, yeah, ever again. <laughs> so it's just like it's tough i watched my athletic heroes die left and right but watching a broadcasting inspiration fall apart that's weird yeah i think joe rogan is like somewhat my only broadcast inspiration just because he could do everything like he he did everything he's multifaceted man yeah and that's the only reason i looked up to him i didn't look up to him as a person i never listened to any of his podcasts to be honest except for the kanye west one but i mean i knew how good he was at what he does and but now I found a new inspiration. Who's that? JJ Reddick. Miami his, Heat lover. His uh his podcast is pretty fucking good. And he's on ESPN now and people are excited that he's on first mm-hmm. take because he's just Telling the truth. He's telling the truth, yeah. He's like being like really realistic and like he's like yelling at he's at this point yelling at Stephen A. Smith to like move on to a certain topic or Something like that. He's trying to get the movement on, and it's pretty fucking funny. NWA, take two. Speaking of basketball, trade deadline. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Some things are believable. James Harden. Come on, we knew he was going somewhere. Even though, even though Steve Nash said he, he was, wasn't. He it knew was still it was, weird. <laughs> I don't like him in Philadelphia. I just, I don't like... I wish James Harden never left the Rockets, because I like this 2K14 card. I wish he never card. left the fucking... Thunder? Oh, that 2K14 car was nice. <laughs> but I wish he never left the fucking Thunder because I even even I knew. I was like, man, they're really taking Surge over Harden? And at that point, it was understandable because Surge was, at that time, known as Serge Iblaka. Still is Iblaka. I'll never change that. <sighs> I'm he's scared not, of he's him. He's not as amazing at defense anymore. I'm scared of old. him. But, man, I'm just, I was still shocked. When that happened, I was like, man, we didn't get shit. Jeremy Lamb. But we got Jeremy Lamb and Steven Adams because of that draft pick. I just think that's interesting. Like, out of all the people you could trade your star six men for, the Thunder were big on, like, we need Jeremy Lamb. We need Jeremy Because You know why? No. Because Jeremy Lamb is, well, okay, obviously, Harden wanted mo- more money, but Sam Presti's like, I'm not spending luxury tax on your L. chest. L. Worst mistake. So, he trades with Houston, and he gets Jeremy Lamb, who is a rookie, and he looks pretty nice. He's a shooter, and he can play somewhat more defense than Harden at that time. And so, I bet you what was going through his mind was, oh, Jeremy Lamb? Okay, well, he's on a rookie contract. 
and they they're gonna give me some more picks. Okay, all right. I like you, the picks. I'll give you Harden, and then that didn't really pan out. Like Jeremy Lamb did okay in OKC, but he never did what Harden did the year after he got traded, <laughs> where he was damn near league mm-hmm. MVP. Mm-hmm. But I think people were kind of overreacting, saying it's the worst trade in NBA. We got Steven Adams out of it. Mm-hmm. Steven Adams was, was good when he played for OKC. When he went to the other teams, but I don't fucking care. <laughs> he sucked on the other teams because you know why? Westbrook made him. Westbrook made him that way. Everybody, I'm tired of the Westbrook slander. Me too. I know he ain't playing I know he's lot. not playing good. You can just say he's just not playing good. But saying his whole career, what he's done is... Not influential. He or, changed the game or anything. It's fucking stupid. He changed the game. It's just like, oh, oh, Westbrook got Westbrook got triple doubles, and he still loses. Motherfucker has a seventy-three percent win percentage when he gets a triple double. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, he's he's good. And I mean, he's a playoff performer, but he cannot carry the dog shit Thunder teams that far. I mean, he got the Wizards to what a seed or something. He, yeah, he pulled. Yeah, so, dude. That was my favorite Westbrook moment besides his MVP run. Was that fucking, after All-Star Break Wizards, most fun team I've ever watched in a while. Westbrook was going crazy-ass down. He was shooting three for 19 and still put up like 28, 20, <laughs> and 15. I'm like, holy shit, who is this dude? <laughs> and, then, and then people are like, oh, he has two dates. I'm like, motherfucker, still putting up the stats. <laughs> yeah, it, it was fun, but... The Bucks got better, surprisingly. Bagley is not on the Kings anymore. Bag- oh, oh so- we're sucking. Fucking suck. Oh, my God. What? The fucking Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, yeah. Oh. Fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> the Kings? I don't know what the hell they're doing. Poverty. Sabonis played great. He did play very game. good. That doesn't mean they're going on a playoff run. That doesn't mean you should have traded your arguably better than De'Aaron Fox. I'm going to say it. The future. Yeah, the guy who actually wanted to play for the Kings, dude. <laughs> no one plays basketball and goes D one and thinks, "Man, God, I hope I get to go to the Kings." Not even I. Not even Isaiah Thomas wanted to play for the Kings. I think he, the last person who says that he wants to play for the Kings is like Paige. Here we are, years later. He's now the fucking team owner of the Kings. It's just sad, man. You you'd like to see the NBA teams figure it out, but I thought it was a good trade deadline. I'm excited for the end of the year. Uh, still gotta say, Heat in four. I'm not worried about anybody. Hey, dude. Nah. Uh. Uh-uh. Y'all gave us KZ, bro. It's over for y'all. The beast, dude. The, the guy. They're putting up what three point three and a half we points. We traded a game. him for a fucking middle schooler. So. Hey. And you know what the sad part is? That middle schooler could probably come in, put some time in the weight room, and be just as good as KZ Opala. I'm just trying to be with you. <laughs> but let's move on. We talk basketball. This isn't a sports podcast. We were supposed to make a sports we podcast. Were, so it'll be too lazy. I wonder whose fault was that. Not mine. I love getting in the studio. I'm going to eat your ass. <laughs> if you guys are watching this, that means my audio has fucked up in this certain section. If you have any complaints, please call my phone number at 434-990-0198. Thank you for your patience. And enjoy this episode. NWA take First off, I'd like to say, fuck the Seward's women basketball head coach. That guy is a punk. Over what? there, he's trying to get old guy kicked out of the game because he was screaming at him. He's about to start crying, bro. Oh, that was the women's? Yeah. That was the women's game or? Mm-hmm. Oh. First off, I don't want to slander Juco athletes. I got a lot of love for him. I built a lot of this season just, you know, covering games. The sewer sucks ass. 
Seward is terrible. I didn't go to the game because I was working on my articles, and I checked the live stream, and I think we're down like 10, almost 10 or 8, and this was like at the start of the second. Or this is the men's no, game. This is the men's game. We're talking about the men's game now. It was like 15 minutes left. It was like 51 to 47 maybe, or 41. I don't know. They scored about, like, five fucking points in the next 15 minutes, and we blew them out by 20. Dude, first off, oh, yeah, here's what I was going to talk about. I'm going to be the next Juco basketball coaching legend. After I get out of the Air Force, that's what I'm doing, because I know how to win. The Stewart's <laughs> main coach, he don't know how to win. All right, this is my scheme. All right, Tommy Dasson, that's it. That's how I'm going to win. Six NJCAA D1 championships. I'm not even going to go into his coaching tree. I'm just going to steal his format. I'm doing three and D, uber athletes. I'm going to get a seven center that can shoot the three, and then I'm going to win. Seward, hate him. I have a lot of respect for their women's team. I thought they battled, but I think their coach is a moron. He looks like a Neanderthal, first off. He looks like a dude you make in skate three. I like yelling during the games because, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. Show some pride for the for the Tigers. I was being really mean. And I was waving to him. And this one girl looked at me. I was like, you guys, you guys suck. You guys are dogs. I was screaming. And I, I, I don't want to say I feel bad, but I didn't because it's their coach's fault. We had a 20-point lead, 22-point lead in the girls' game. They battled back, and we won by like four. Uh, we, I think we won by like eight. The girls, they play really good. Coach... Stupid. He had this girl on the bench, and she would come in, bang a three, and he would bench her. He would bench her. And I was like, this Neanderthal caveman, arm-crossed, long-legged motherfucker <laughs> cannot coach a basketball game. The men's game happens. I'm like, wow, some of these dudes are kind of tall. Maybe the Cali men's team can't win. Who gives a shit about that? We came in. We had like six turnovers in the first two and a half minutes. Down 15 points. Don't care. Xavier banging three. Ray Sean banging threes. It was crazy. I was sitting there. I was really quiet the first half. I was like, wow, I talked all that shit during the women's game and we're going to lose. Second half comes along. We have another three, three, four turnovers in the first two minutes. I'm like, damn, we're going to lose. If they didn't have all those stupid ass turnovers in the very beginning of the game, they would be like, we're seven seed. We'd be hell of a lot higher than seven seed. It's not a bad team, considering that Donnie Jackson did yeah. not hand pick all these guys. Not a bad team. team. The team is pretty good for where it's at right now. They just you have got, a lot of bad turnovers. You got a, it's basically a whole wiped clean mm-hmm. landscape at this point because our whole coaching staff leaves. Every single one of our recruits leaves to Hutch. Mm-hmm. Got a new coach. Do everything, and we're really young. Like, we're basically all freshmen. A few D1 bounce backs. First off, the guys that are going to be playing here next year, dude, one of them looks like a 2K My Career player. I'm scared of that guy. I think he's going to fuck people up next year. He's got, I don't even, he just looks like he's from Florida. He's crazy. You see, I don't give a fuck. I can't, because this is the last college I'm going to go to in person. I'm a Burt. Almost, almost said it. I'm gonna come back and coach here. Like worst decision. No, because I'm gonna win four championships. Listen, I'm telling you, this is gonna happen now. Sure, I'm gonna get the journalism degree. Coach, Coach Roy Bell. Hey, I want to get into coaching and JUCO. I'm, uh, I'm worth it. Trust me. Then I get my first head coaching job. It's not gonna be at Cali. 
It's going to be at probably probably Seward because I shit-talked him. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to win a championship there. I'm probably going to probably going to make it a seed in the tournament first year. And then I'm going to get to Cali. I'm going to be like, hey, you guys need to build me a new gymnasium because I'm about to get y'all. I'm about to pack the seats in this bitch. And I'm going to just start winning. I'm be like, well, I'm probably going to be like at that point, like the 12th coach in Cali men basketball history. I'm going to wow. win. I'm going to win every game. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It, the gym is so poorly designed, dude. It looks fucking stupid. Looks like we're watching. You can't. If you're sitting in the front row of the student section, you can't see the game. The wall's too high. So you can't see the game. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Once I get some money, I'll give them like $4 million to build a new one. Put my name on the court. I don't care. The O'Brien court. Cody O'Brien Memorial Court. As I go and win 180 straight games. Memorial Court, are you going to be fucking dead? No. I'm going to be saving the city. So they're going to have to give me a memorial. <laughs> I'm going to bring them back from the dead. Of Ark City. I'm gonna be. I'm a. I'm not gonna actually recruit. I'm gonna be on Twitter and be like, "Hey, send me your film. I'm looking for lateral quickness, defense, and three point ability. I'm gonna be bringing in all sorts of crazy motherfuckers. No, nope. <laughs> two star athletes. Don't care. How? What star athletes did the song have? He had what? Two. He had a motherfucker just go to Georgia. <laughs> yeah, one. And then KCK. That's pretty good. No, it's not. Yeah, huh? KCK is not that good. Yes, it is. No, they're not. You're gay. Kansas City, Kansas? No. You're stupid. So anyways, as I said, I'm going to bring back Ark City. Write it down, man. That's my new goal. I'm going to start learning all this, all these little... I'm not actually going to learn anything about workouts or getting better. I'm going to make my assistant coach do that. You remind me of my friend, good old pal Miles Brewer. When he Don't said, ever compare me to that fuck again. <laughs> Don't ever compare me <laughs> to him again. See, for me, Give it's it not going to be like that. I've got connections in our industry. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. Maybe not at Cali. I think I want to be a Juco basketball legend. I want to be a Hall of Famer like Coach Eck and Coach Desant. Overrated. Listen, how how good are you to get fired and come back and get fired and come back and then come back again? You can get fired, come back again, and then leave because you're a badass. All I know is uh, I'm up next. Looking at the twelfth head coach of Cali men's basketball history. Wow! So, uh, and one day, since you're gonna be a bum, you'll be doing the productions for my games. Nope. Because you ain't gonna nope. get a real job. See now, yeah, you have your path. I have mine. What fucking die in the air force? How am I? I literally am gonna sit in a chair every day and be like typing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna die. Am I gonna die like get a fucking hand cramp? Oh, oh. I need disability. <laughs> no. But that's how it goes. You know what? This has been a pretty good episode. I think it's a good start to the shit cast. We haven't said anything worth of value. And I think that's how it's going to be. Also, I forgot to say, for our British viewers, fuck you. Just oh, so yeah. you know, Quiet on the Set is an international podcast. And no, we're not going to show on anyone else other than people from Dallas and British people. This has been Quiet on the Set. Yeah, I like that better.